This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Oh boy! Training camp is coming. Rookies have reported. Greetings, loyal listeners. You are listening to the Blowhole on Dolphinetics the, <laughs> on the Dolphinetics Radio Network for fans first sports. I'm your host, James Radio, as always, joined by my trusty co-host, the Robcast. Rob, how are you feeling? Oh, are you ready for some football? Oh my God, I can't, I can't take this off season. This, this is the July's the worst. Usually, July's the worst. I need football, and then it's over so fast. Like the season starts, and then it's week thirteen. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? It just started. Really, is the best time of the year. Agree. Agree with that. hundred uh, percent. And thank so, God. I can't wait for opening weekend. Nobody's going to ruin my football. I'm going to get, oh, never mind. It's a late, it's a late game. We open with a late game. So that's, that's true. That's good. Although it'll, so be, this it'll our, be early for me. I think I'll be on the West coast for some reason. I don't, I'm yeah, I I'm thinking I'm actually, I'm debating going down there to, uh, to, 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 uh, to be in person, but we'll talk more about that. Later. Um, so this is our this is our first second not our first our second podcast on the new the new network. Oh no, it's like our third or fourth or something. We had is a it? couple. We've done them anyway. Did want to kick off with some housekeeping items. Hopefully we're uh, we're starting to gain some traction, getting some listeners. I know it's the off season, so you know not a lot of promoting and things to talk about. Not a lot of people, um, I guess, discussing Miami Dolphins football too much. But we are on Twitter. At T Blowhole is our our Twitter handle, so you can tweet at us. Uh, Rob has taken over the Twitter for the most part. I still chime in every now and again, but uh, we're a lot more active. So um, if you would like to give us a follow on Twitter, shoot us a message, at us, we'll uh, we'll respond. We'll be very very uh, responsive there, and we'll get you guys on air. Um, also want to mention our email, so the Blowhole Radio at gmail.com. Drop us a line, and we will respond. Mention you on air. Um, so, any any kind of uh, message or anything you want to talk about, any subjects you'd like us to cover, you can shoot us an email. Um, and finally, our our Instagram, the Blowhole Podcast on Instagram. Lots of memes, NFL memes going up. They'll probably start going up a lot more as the season approaches. Um, and we will eventually get on Threads now that that's out there and attached to instagram so be on the lookout for that so please try and interact with us give us a follow give us some likes we would greatly appreciate it and uh, we'll give you some shout outs on the show rob yes sir are you enjoying running the twitter account is that uh, is that something that you're you're having a lot of fun with uh it's a little better than when i wasn't yeah i'm having fun <laughs> having fun out there uh 
I've been quiet myself lately, but need to, you know, since the news is quiet. Um, we are in the doldrums of the offseason. I know. But now it's time. It's time to, you know, it's time. We need to do our offseason work. We need to do these podcasts so when the season starts, we are in midseason form. Exactly. And this is where we, we need you, our, our listeners, to, uh, you know, yeah, tell us what hold sucks. us accountable. Send us some messages. You know, talk some shit. Like, get us, make fun of us. Get us to, uh, you know, get us to come on the air and, and do our jobs better. Be the best possible James Radio and Robcast you guys could ever hope for. It doesn't get better than this. Come on, man. <laughs> so uh, for today's show, we're going to cover, we're going to do a little bit of an offensive preview. So there's obviously one major question mark in the running back room, or not, I guess it's not a major question mark, but it is the only real news that's been <laughs> coming Miami Dolphins-wise in the last couple of weeks, maybe even months at this point. Um, so we'll talk about that. But we're going to start, we're going to go room by room, and we're going to start um, with the quarterback room, which is probably, you know, they're, Definitely some questions behind our, our number one guy and his health, but all indications, OTAs, all the, you know, the, the pictures of him, you know, on social media, the pictures of him, you know, through um, the regular media, looks like he's, he's put on a little bit more weight. I thought he looked bigger last season, but he looks even bigger than he did the year before. Um, thick. And looks, My boy's yeah, thick. Just, yes. Yes, he does. And I noticed in a lot of the, the, the videos from, from camp, it, it looks like he's got a little more zip on the ball. I don't know. Have you noticed that as well? I didn't necessarily notice the zip on the ball. Um, what I've done this offseason is I went back to – it was uh, last offseason's kind of viral thing where people people flip the video and you can watch Tua look, and it looks like he's playing right-handed. And honestly, oh, yeah. nothing looks weird about it. It looks ama- – he looks – a hundred percent times better, and it's really just we're not used to watching people throw lefty. He's he's not awkward. I think his he looks great. Always, I mean, they're great. It does look weird because he's left-handed. It looks, you know, there's that like the lefty hitch, I guess, just because you're. I yeah. think it's just like you said, it's just the angle that you see it at. But his mechanics are sound. Like I oh, mean, yeah. his his footwork's great. Like his release is great. Um, you know, he throws a really really catchable ball. Just ask Tyree Kill. Um, you know, so the, the question mark with him. Uh, is always going to be, can he stay healthy, right? right? And will he show up in big moments when when he's needed? So he hasn't really had to do that a lot in the NFL. Um, you know, there, during the Flores years, you know, there were some big games late in seasons where uh, he did not play well. Um, you know, we're going years back now, but that's that's a different to a different team. Yeah, I don't even you know, count I really that. I wish he would have been out there towards the end of the year last year so we could have seen some of that because um, there were some big games that he was unavailable for. Um, but really we're just hoping that he's, he is able to stay healthy. I mean, he looks, like I said, he looks great, looks healthy, looks 110%, you know, the throws he's making in camp looked, looked great. Um, you know, so everything we're seeing out of him and all, you know, saying all the right things, which he usually does. Um, and yeah, I, I, I'm, I've been on the fence previously as, as you're well aware Rob. I was never really, I was never too a hater, but I definitely did want to, I wanted to move on from him. Um, during the Flores years. So um, I feel pretty confident. I mean, it's it, it all just boils down to health. I'm, I feel like he's going to play, you know, if I had to guess, you know, at least 14 games this year. I have, I have it at 15, but yeah, I Good. agree. Yeah. yeah. So we're, we're both feeling like we're going to get to see the most two of this year than, than we have before. Yeah. And I think, and, I, I understand the concussion thing, but like it, it's getting a little tired because every team needs their quarterback to be healthy. 
There's, there's, except for the 49ers, like teams that have a terror, you know, like, cause they're built that way. But like, what are the Chiefs or the Bills or the Bengals doing if those guys go down? They need them to stay healthy. And Burrow missed, you know, half his rookie season with a knee injury. And like, nobody talks about Kenny Pickett had two concussions last year. Nobody talks about the year Rodgers had two or three concussions back when they didn't care so much. And like, that didn't affect his career. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's scary. He's little, but I, I'm not as worried about like the you know the long term thing. I mean, anything can happen. Like, no, Andrew Luck had a foot thing that so, that derailed his career. Like, it can happen, but yeah. you, you can't go in planning for it or being afraid of it. Yeah, and I've, I've said it many times. You know, last season, you know, about the concussions. Like, he he didn't get concussions before last season. That was like, he did have some injury issues, obviously at Alabama and even in his first two years with us, but you know, they were never concussions last year was the year he had the concussion. So hopefully, you know, that doesn't continue. Hopefully it was a one year thing. Um, you know, and, and we are able to move on from that and, you know, it was just fluky and he was able to play most of the season. And what I'm more concerned about is when he was healthy down the stretch, you know, the games he was playing with, remember, if you remember, they were eight and three. Um, oh, yeah. You know, and, and they lost, you know, was it four? They lost five in a row, but four of them were games that he started. So, um, you know, that was more troublesome. It looked like the, the league had kind of caught up to the offense. But I do feel like I'm going to give McDaniel the benefit of the doubt, you know, just hearing some of the things he said. And I think he is going to lean on the running game a little bit more. Um Oh, I think and, he's he's going to have answers. I mean, the guy knows yeah. offense, and he's, you know, people study they they, you know, they make adjustments, and then you make adjustments to those adjustments. So, I'm 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 excited for what this offense can come out and do. Yeah, and I think having Fangio, um, you know, on the other side, you know, this year, and, you know, oh, that's so, running a little bit more. We'll talk about that a, in another podcast, but that's going to make sure, a huge difference. But I'm difference. just saying for the offense, like as it relates to our offense, I think that will actually help our offense because we're going to get a lot more um, probably sophisticated looks from our defense in practice. And I think that'll help the offense down the road. And I, I, I do think Tua is going to have another big year. I think he'll have, you know, even better numbers than he had last year because he's going to play more. Um, you know, they might not be as, um, I guess, as eye popping in terms of like the, you know, yard per attempt and, and all the, you know, the, the, the big plays, but I think it's going to be a more consistent and, um, you know, overall solid season from Tua. I, I think they'll still be eye popping just cause, just cause of the team. I mean, that, that I mean, I just I, feel like it's going to be a little bit more balanced. I think that the running game, I don't, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to get ahead and spoiler alert, but, uh, the, yeah, I won't even get, we'll talk about it when we get to the other rooms, but <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. So, and then the other guys in the quarterback room. So Teddy Bridgewater has moved on. Uh, Mike White is going to be, I think probably the primary backup and Skylar Thompson is still there. Um, we saw a little bit of Skylar Thompson last year. I don't think he played poorly in, especially in the playoff game. I think he had, a, there were a lot of drops. Um, you know, he wasn't perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but he played well enough to win that game. Um, he didn't get a lot of help from his wide receivers. Unfortunately, they, they were, they'd been great all season. Um, you know, but there were some, there were some drops and yeah, some and, in that game. And the Mike White, I honestly, I was hoping more, for more of a veteran, like a, like a Gardner Minshew or somebody that like, you know, you don't expect, you know, who, and maybe he's not better than Mike White. It's hard to tell. Cause he, he flashed, he, 
He is like a baby Fitzpatrick a little bit. Ryan Fitzpatrick, he reminds me where he has these great games and then these yeah. terrible games. Um, but, you know, if that's who the coach saw and wanted, I'm fine with it. Hometown guy, bring him home. I don't want I to think see either White, of them the, play. The thing is, he's a rhythm passer. He's, you know, he's got the good mechanics. Like, he doesn't wow you with, like, the, you know, the athleticism or anything off the, you know, of, of that nature. But he can probably come in and he can probably run the offense and he can probably do it pretty well. Um, you know, we'll see. I'm sure we'll see a lot of him in the preseason. So we'll see. I mean, one of those guys, you know, Thompson is, is capable enough. I think, you know, he did win. He's, you know, he won the, the or they won with him at quarterback and that, that Jets game that they needed to win to get into the playoffs. Again, he didn't play particularly well in that game. Um, but, you know, we, there were, there were moments where he got in last year. I thought he played. Yeah. yeah well. He's competent. Yeah. Um, moving on, the next room I want to talk about are the running backs. So this is probably the most interesting of the the rooms right now, just because of all the rumors swirling around uh, a person who is not currently on the roster. Uh, that would be one Dalvin Cook, um, who is, in my mind, a, a top five running back in the NFL and still still is a top five running back in the NFL. Um, I would love if the Dolphins are able to sign him. Uh, we do have the most cap space of any teams left. He has been linked to this team. He is from South Florida. There's been a lot of discussions about it. Um, I believe I read somewhere that the offer that was out to him was in the seven and a half million range. That's from um, that's he, from the Vikings. That was to return. No, the, to Vikings the Vikings were seven. Oh, Vikings okay. were seven. I heard we offered seven and a half. Oh, really? I'm surprised. Yeah. Well, if we're at seven and a half, he'll probably sign it sooner or later than later. You know, it unless, just depends if somebody's going to get closer to ten. Right. That's that, that's the number that he wants, apparently. So um, I would love it if they're able to make it happen. But let's talk about the guys that are here. You know, we brought back Mostert and Wilson. So Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson, Jr. Um, and we drafted uh, Devon A-Chain. Um, and then we still have Sylvan Ahmed and Miles Gaskin on the roster. I would be surprised. I, Ahmed, I could see probably on practice squad um, or maybe they or I, I don't know. Maybe they go in with four. They I think they. Yeah, maybe they go in with four. I don't know. Um, but I of those, I mean, Mostert, to me, is clearly the best running back that we have on the team right now. Dalvin Cook is a substantial upgrade over everyone else, in that, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, A-Chain's a going to be exciting. I mean, he's small. It's not – he's, like, crazy small, but he's crazy fast. As a running back – He's he's obviously not a three down back, but like he can split out wide. You know, McDaniel's gonna want to have him in the backfield and split him out wide, or have him wide, move him around. You know, I don't see a huge uh, usage for him this year, but I definitely wouldn't be surprised if they make if there's like you know three to five design plays, you know, a game for him, uh, you know, throughout the season. As depending on you know how successful they are, I could see a chain being a little factor as a change of pace or a thing. But yeah, it's it'll if no Dalvin, it'll be it'll be the Wilson Mostert show. But again, you know those, neither of those guys can play a full season, right? They're they're going to miss time, so you're you know the, you're going to need to have Ahmed or Gaskin play at some point, you know, if you don't bring anybody else in. And yeah, we'd love to see Dalvin Cook. He's great, but I get not spend wanting to spend ten million dollars when you're already spending a good amount of money having re-signed the whole, you know, running back room. Granted, those guys will be gone. One of them will be gone at least if Cook came in, but just to make room. I mean, two of them might be gone. 
Yeah, I agree. If Cook, if they do sign Cook, I, I think they have to try and move on from either Mostert or Wilson. I think one of them, at least one of them, gets moved. Um, you know, if not, you know, maybe they, they might be able to find takers for both of them. But you know, I would think you know, one of them at least would would need to move because that would be too many, too many, too many cooks, if you will. <laughs> Look at um, you, but, you witty monster. Um, one other thing on, on you know Dalvin Cook, he's he's twenty seven. He's going to be twenty eight by the time the season starts. Um, you know, he's had a thousand yards every year that he's been in the league. Very explosive. Uh, last year was his lowest yards per carry. Um, he's also had a lot of carries and he's at that, that number. I forget what the exact number of carries is where the running backs drop off the cliff, but he is going to hit that number this year. If he gets, you know, uh, I think around 200 carries, um, which is <laughs> right where he's, he's at. So, um, I think he still has it. I think he, you know, he said he was, you know, uh, the, this is the healthiest he's ever felt. I'm sure he's partly saying that because he's trying to get a job. But I mean, he even said that before the Vikings cut him. So I, part of me believes that. I, I know he's probably been a little dinged up. Um, I, I would love to see him in this offense. Just that that type of running back with the types of wide receivers we have would be amazing. I'm not going to be too depressed if we don't get him i would obviously like him not to sign in the afc east the other uh, some of the other teams he's been linked to are uh the jets um and the, the bills um and the patriots the patriots somewhat but i think that was part of like if they were going to sign hopkins and without hopkins going there i don't think he's going i don't think he would go i mean there. i don't think he'll he's not going to go to the bills because his brother's the starter there and he's not going to go and take his brother's job they, no, I think that that was one of the things they were talking about that might be appealing, getting to play with his brother. So the Bills can't use running backs, though. They've, they've, they've proven that over the last few years. They don't they don't know how to use running backs with this offense or with the offense that they have. So, um, But I'm hopeful that our offense does start using uh, the running backs a lot more. That seems to be there, that there is going to be more of an emphasis on the running game this year. Um, so I'm excited for that part. Um, I mean, to there has whether to be. Or not, with Dalvin Cook or not. Like, even... More of a chain, I think you know, you know, would I, probably be a good thing. Just watching the film on him um, from college, you're right; he's very little, but he runs a lot bigger than um, than his size. Um, you know, he was, uh, you know, he, he got a lot of carries at Texas A&M, and you know, he could, he can run between the tackles. He's not just a, a gadget guy. So I'm um, looking forward to seeing him as well. Um, next room will be the wide receivers, so probably the most. The least amount of questions uh, in the wide receiver room. We have Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle at one and two. That's I I want the best one two punch in the NFL. It's probably not even close. The Eagles might be. Uh, I think the a decent... bang, I think the Bengals are closer, but I but I don't think. But it's not. Yeah, but, the Bengals are right. Yeah, the but honestly, are... those three the three teams, the Dolphins and those two teams, such an advantage that their second receiver is a true number one. Right, the yes. Smith, Higgins, and Waddle are bona, bona fide n- number one starting kick-ass wide receivers, and their fact that they're number twos behind a superstar, it, you know, yeah. is such an advantage for for those teams. And there's a reason. If you look at, you know, most of them are those three teams are in the top five or six of everybody's ranking. So that they're the wide receiver room is a big reason for that. And unlike last year, after Hill and Waddle, our wide receiver room kind of dropped off a cliff. <laughs> um, that's you know, what I. That's, had some, yeah, sorry. This is what I was kind of wanted to jump to when we were talking about like the quarterback play. 
the, I, it's not really being spoken of, but Barrios and Chosen are huge upgrades. Like both of them. I mean, first it was just just the one, just Barrios. Both of those guys are huge upgrades over the Sherfields, Craycrafts, even the Cedric Wilson. Like, you just need one of them to hit, and I think both of them can see, get some playing time. And and I think this wide receiver room is has like as great as it was just because of the top two, is is not talked about how good it is with those two guys added. Yeah, and I thought Sherfield had some some flashes and, and some nice moments last season. Um, you know, and, and was a yeah, an, an okay to solid, I guess, number three option. But Barrios, but is, Barrios is, a, is a true slot. You know, that's that like we didn't have that right. Year. So he gives that's a whole nother element, you know, with with Welker as the coach, like I'm sure that that's going to be, you know, uh, you know, I'm sure he's going to get some, you know, a, a lot of a lot of volume in the slot. And um, and yeah, Robbie Chosen Anderson um, adds a whole nother dimension on the outside. You know, now let's let's, another let's get it straight because with some size, um, you know, he's, he's done it. Um, you know, there there were other teams that wanted him like he can still do it. He's still young. Um, he's got a lot of speed. He looks great in OTAs from everything that that's come out. So, you know, that's those are four solid wide receivers. Now we did lose Gasecki. We haven't gotten into the tight end. That is not a loss. Gasecki played more like a wide receiver. He was basically, you know, he and Sherfield kind of like acted as our pseudo slot guys. I think Barrios is an upgrade over both of them in that position. Um, and you know, I think there's, you know, I think that one through four in the wide receiver room will cover up some, uh, well, a lot of the weaknesses that we have in the tight end room from a wide receiver or from a, sorry, from a receiving standpoint, because we don't have any wide, any tight ends that are what are considered, you know, modern tight ends that are good at catching <laughs> and are threats in the passing game. We don't have one of those. So. I mean, we don't have, we don't have, yeah, the, we don't have a Kelsey or a Mark Andrews like those guys, but I, I also think this tight end room is, better than people are giving it credit for, especially for this system. Yeah. So, you know, and then after, after the four guys that we mentioned, there was uh, the um, second year wide receiver, Eric as he was a fourth round draft pick last season, looked great in the preseason, didn't really play much uh, in the regular season. Um, so he will have an opportunity maybe to get on the field and, and make the team this year. Um, and then are there any other wide receivers that I'm forgetting? There are. are. There there's a there's another guy that we that we drafted. Um uh, okay, so sorry. Uh yeah, like uh, this, so this is there's a Chris Coleman. <laughs> we got River, <laughs> we got a Dave Davis Daywood, uh Ezekama. Oh, Some, River Craycraft. River, River Craycraft yeah. The um, yeah. Bra- Braylon, there's a Braylon Sanders. There's Braylon a, Sanders got some. He got some run last year. Freddie yeah, Swain, or two. Uh, oh yeah, Freddie Swain. Yep. He's and he's played. So and he's we didn't really talk guy. about Cedric Wilson. Cedric Wilson oh, Jr. Didn't too even much. mention he's still, Cedric he's still, That's, uh, So yeah, totally forgot about Cedric Wilson. Still on the team. Also, maybe. So well, he, he is. I'm, he is yeah, as of yeah. now. And let's get this straight because it's very confusing. I actually had to do – I did research for this podcast. He was Robbie Anderson with a Y, changed it to Robbie Anderson, I.E., changed it to Chosen Anderson, then decided – but he wanted Chosen on the back of his jersey, so he changed it again to Robbie Chosen. So 
I was always like, wait, I thought it was Chosen Anderson. Why is he showing up as Robbie Chosen? He changed it again after Chosen Anderson because he wanted Chosen on the back of the jersey. So he's Robbie Chosen. R-O-B-I-E or two Bs? The two Bs. R-O-B-B-I-E, Chosen. Yeah, it's still showing up in Google as Chosen Anderson. Yeah, because he's recently changed it. It was actually... The Madden ratings is what made me do it. Like, they came out and they had him as Robbie Chosen. And I'm like, I thought he was Chosen Anderson. And then looking it up, I see that he did. He changed it again after Chosen Anderson. Wikipedia and ESPN both have it correct. There you go. Robbie Chosen. Yes. Okay, thanks. I did not know that. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see which, uh, you know, who shakes out behind the top two. Um, Looking forward to seeing that. A lot of these guys have some special teams cred as well. Uh, Barrios and has some kick returning, and um, yeah, and not, Swaim does as well. Yeah, so. and I don't want to spend too much time on it, but you know, Hill might miss a couple of games depending on what happens. You know, might get suspended with his little altercation. So. I don't, I don't know. You never know with the with the NFL. Somebody who had a history before, sometimes they, you know, they'll come down harder later. But I'm saying, Chosen's no Tyreek Hill, but he could at least stretch the field to open it up for Waddle if you needed him to for two games and still yep. have Barrios in the slot. He's still yep. fast. Uh, yeah. Um, moving on to the tight end room, uh, as I mentioned, Mike Kosecki has moved on, um, and he was more of a wide receiver anyway. Um, so the tight end room now, Durham Smythe uh, slides into – he was the starter technically, so um, – you know, he is now um, the you know the undisputed starter, I guess. Um, and then they signed uh, a few other players. There's uh, Tanner Connor, who is an undrafted free agent from last year, that they are high on. Um, well, the big uh, the big Eric, additions were Tyler Croft. Yep, and Eric and Eric Salbert. Yeah, yeah, those were the big those were the bigger additions. Then we also drafted this year. Um, well, Elijah Higgins was drafted. Um, yeah. He's a wide receiver in college, and they're converting him to a tight end. He's a big-bodied wide receiver from Stanford. Um, a lot of uh, draft experts were very high on him. Um, so, you know, we'll see how that transition goes for him um, and whether or not he makes an impact this year. I would say probably unlikely. You know, you don't see a lot of late-round draft picks that are changing positions um, that do make an in- impact, but you know, you never know. That could it could be, um, you know, he could he could flash and he could uh, become that uh, receiving threat at tight end that we don't have. The other guys that you mentioned, Croft and Salbert, are you know they're journeymen. They've been on I think between the two of them probably like ten NFL teams. I, d- I, I think either it's... one of them has any more than you know twenty five catches in a season. Um, you know, they're they're solid. You know, inline blocking tight ends. You know, I. I they're guys you need on the team. Um, you know, they, they fill a need. Um, so, you know, they could contribute. I think Smythe will be fine in that role. You know, we've, we've seen a lot of him over the years. He's a solid blocker. Um, and he's in, you know, he's a better receiver than most people give him credit for, but he's not going to, you know, he's not someone defenses are going to scheme for. He's not going to scare anybody <laughs> in the receiving game. I don't think we have any tight ends that, that fit that bill. And that's okay. Um, I would have liked to have seen Gasicki get a little bit more run. Um, but, uh, you know, it we'll wasn't he's now happen. in New England, and um, he's probably not going to play much there because he can't block. So. You got Gasicki and Parker. You got your 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 all time favorite team over playing in uh, New England. Yeah, I'm just just hoping they don't come back to hurt us like like many old Dolphins have in the past. But, they won't. Uh, last year, Parker didn't hurt us too much, so I think we'll be all right. Hopefully, 
fingers crossed. Honestly, they re-signed Parker, which took them out of the uh, DeAndre Hopkins, I guess, because why would you give Parker like 10 or 11 million and not give DeAndre Hopkins 13? I thought that was kind of weird. I don't think he was ever going to sign there. I think he used that because I like, I think he wants to, I think the Titans are, have a much better shot at making the playoffs. It's an easier division. You know, they're Derek Henry's there. Tannehill's a better quarterback than Mac Jones. I, I'm not saying the Titans are great, you know, yeah, by any stretch of the imagination, but I think they're, they're, they're in better I shape. Think, than I think they're very similar. <laughs> they're, they're, I think they're, I think they're a little equal. better. I think like talent wise, they're a little better. And they're in an easier. Um, and then the last room to cover is the offensive line. So always a lot of questions in the offensive line room for the Miami Dolphins. Um, the starting offensive line, as we think, or we think what they're planning on the starting offensive line would be Taron Armstead at left tackle, Liam Eichenberg at left guard, Connor Williams at center, Robert Hunt at right guard, and Austin Jackson at right tackle. Um, I believe that is the plan. I would not be shocked at all if Isaiah Wynn, who was a free agent pickup from uh, New England, um, he has played left tackle and right tackle. Um, I think he would slide in very, very nicely to the left guard position over Eichenberg, and I think oh. he would be a real difference maker there. Um, and I would love to see a full season out of Austin Jackson. I really would. Um, so hopefully he can stay healthy and I think he can, I think he can be a good offensive tackle in this league. Um, I believe that. So I think the other big question mark is, is arm said he doesn't really stay healthy. Right. You know, you're not going to get 17. I think the coaching staff really wants to see the, the unit work again, you know, have the same guys to see if, if there's some kind of just progression just from playing together because it does help to have cohesion. Um, I th- I think if they ha- if they they get the, if the coaching staff gets their way that that's the five that will go. Obviously, if somebody you know if Win or somebody else you know makes a big push for a starting job, they'll they'll get it. They're, they're, it's not a stubborn staff. I think they're not dummies. Um, I trust them. But yeah, I think you know oddly. All us fans, you know, scream about the offensive line because it's not great. But I don't this they purposefully did not want to invest draft capital and money in the offensive line this year. I think with the the fat the quick throws, you know, they they have schemed the way some of the deficiencies with the offensive line. Their offensive line was better than most people realize. True. It really was not that big of a. Play. But I think it's their, scheme. I think they're their running grade. Their running game. They just they just didn't run the ball. Often. True. Like it was more play calling than than how well the offensive line played. Like the, the line played pretty well. They graded out really well in, in run blocking. They just didn't. They didn't but run the ball. I think much. the run blocking. A lot of that has to be because no nobody. You know, some of those were not obvious running situations, and and everyone was expecting the pass and fearing the pass. But, like, the short yardage runs were not, you know, that's when you want to see an offensive line push somebody so you can get a third and one or a fourth and one. And that was, you know, that 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 did not lift my spirits watching that last year. Yeah. And I think, you know, year two in this offense, I, you know, a lot, it's the same unit pretty much coming back. You know, um, you know hopefully we'll see some, some improvement. But uh, I, I'm 
a little more bullish on the offensive line than, than probably most fans are. I know we've, we're so tired of seeing such poor offensive line play, but they really weren't that bad last year. You know, Tua had time to throw. Those the concussions, you know, were not because the offensive line wasn't blocking. You know, the the one the Cincinnati one was he held onto the ball way too long. Yeah. So you know, like those, like there's those kinds of things. Like you just have to, you just hope that you know, Tua gets a little bit better. Everybody, everybody progresses a little bit in the offense as a whole gets better. And the offense last year was great. It was a top five offense in the NFL. So, um, I I actually believe they're going to be a better offense. They're going to be more balanced. Um, and I'm expecting big things out of this offense. There's a lot of depth. There's obviously some questions in the quarterback room if Tua can't stay healthy. But outside of that, the wide receiver room, the running back room. I think this is line, the best. I think there's this, a lot of depth. This is the best offensive in the NF, in the NFL. I mean, it can be and it should be. And I think it will be top five, no doubt. Agree. Agree. So you we're, we're both thinking that Tua is going to play a majority of the games. You think in 4,000 yards, 30 touchdowns out of Tua? Uh, I'm thinking more like 35 touchdowns and yeah, like 4,500 yards. Yeah, that would be amazing. Would love to see it. You think Tyreek's going to get that 2,000 yards he's talking about? He probably won't, but he'll get darn close and he'll get that Super Bowl he promised. I hope so. I hope so. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. That's going to do it for our offensive preview of the Miami Dolphins. Um, Come back and check us out. We're going to do the defense next. Stay tuned. Let's go, Dolphins.